Welcome to The Block on Live True. I'm your host, Joel Livingston. And I'm Roberta Robinson. On Live True, we will discuss all things life, sports, entertainment, marriage, and relationships. We're going to make you laugh and have thought-provoking conversations at the same time. Remember, your life is your story. Write well, edit often. Welcome once again. I'm your host, Joel Livingston. I'm here with the beautiful Roberta Robinson. We have a great show for you today, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. All right, we're here to talk about Thanksgiving for a second. What are you thankful for, Roberta? You know, that's a great question. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be with you here. I'm thankful for, um, you know, my job, my career, my place to live, for health, um, and just happiness. I think it's important, especially in this time, that we have happiness. Happiness, man, that is something that um, that you can't take for granted. Well, we're going to get into um, this special episode for for this Thanksgiving holiday. But first, first thing first, we're going to talk about a little sports. Um, During this time, guys, if you're in November, it is basketball season. Um, It's high school basketball. Uh, We just played the Colony uh, last night. Uh, What a wonderful game. Uh, We're headed to Houston this weekend for two games, actually, Friday and Saturday night. Um, and if this is your first time tuning in to uh, to Live True, um, I'm a basketball coach at one of the high, local high schools here in the DFW area. Uh, I've been doing it for like the last, you know, 19, 20 years, not at the one at this one school, but just collectively all together. And so we are headed to Houston uh, this weekend, Friday night. We play uh, St. Thomas, which is uh, down in Houston, St. Thomas Episcopal at 8.30 p.m., and then we turn around and play another game Saturday, uh, November 25th, against Pearland Dawson um, at 1 p.m., and actually both teams were highly ranked last year, and so it's going to be a good, good competition between two tough teams. We have about seven to eight seniors this year that is hungry um, to make the postseason um, after a disappointing um, season last year. They're hungry to make the postseason this year and to actually go far. Okay, and and get to and hopefully get to state. Okay, in March. Also, guys, if you do not know, I am a huge Chiefs fan, and so um, so if you get a chance to watch the Chiefs, check them out. I know you know I live in Texas right now, and I know that the Cowboys are, you know, they are as they say America's team, but. I don't say that. I, I say the Chiefs are America's team. So <laughs> nice. a lot of people say say the Cowboys are America's team, and that's all good and great. But okay, let's see what the what they do when the playoffs get here. And so I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. I'm from Kansas City, uh, Missouri. So that's what I'm going to represent. I'm always going to represent that 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 red and yellow. Yes, he is very much diehard. So through and through for sure. Well, Roberta, that's our sports for today. Now, I know last time we talked about the whole Taylor Swift thing with um, with Travis Kelsey. Please, please tell me that you don't have any more Taylor Swift. I'm tired of hearing, especially after the uh, secret handshake or public handshake that they had in the skybox, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So give me something new about entertainment. 
Yes, I will definitely go beyond that subject. Um, today, actually, I want to talk about the holidays. It's one of my favorite times of the year, besides the summer, you know, going to the beach and everything. But I just love the holidays. I love the music. And since it's Thanksgiving, what better time to talk about music than right now? Um, it's nothing better than sitting at home, you know, decorating the tree, being with family and friends, and listening to old, you know, old holiday music and music that brings nostalgia and joy to your life. Um, one of my favorite songs and favorite albums is the Temptations Christmas album. My dad used to play it all the time and I would sing it and play and we always knew it was that special time. I could hear him singing in the kitchen while he was cooking. Um, and then it just brings a special kind of feeling of excitement, you know, about around whatever's going to happen for that month. That's what I love most about this time is Thanksgiving is one day and you get that whole weekend, but the holiday season is really all of December. You know, the weather starts to get a little cooler in Texas. It's kind of hit and miss. Sometimes it's 80 degrees, <laughs> but in like California where I'm from, it was the same thing too, but you start to bundle yeah, up. This is, you got to remind yourself this is not California. So this is Texas. Yes, you're right. So it, it is, it is starting to get nippy. You start to wear sweaters and you get excited. You go look at Christmas lights. I love to do things like that. So with that, um, it's nothing, it's nothing but excitement that comes with it. And I know there's some individuals who listen to Christmas music all year long. I like don't. I do. I don't. It's called Christmas in July. I'd like to point I out you might hear me singing all year long. You might hear me singing Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And it just brings me joy. And I know people might laugh at me and make fun of me, but guess what? It brings a smile to my face. And that's when you put the little air filters in there that smell like cinnamon and all that all the things that go with the holidays. And a Christmas tree and a Christmas tree light. So when you come home, you get a little smile on your face. So we're not talking about Travis and we're not talking about Taylor. We're going into the holidays now and what joy and excitement comes with that. Well, I don't listen to Christmas music all year <laughs> long. Okay. I, I, I personally can't stand it. Um, you get, you get one day out of me and that's, the 25th, and that's the 25th of December. It's not that I don't like Christmas. One of my favorite holidays. But I cannot stand. Usually, right around Thanksgiving is when they want to play. You start playing Christmas music. Um, then your shows, your, your regular shows, go off because they want to play all these Christmas shows. And 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 you have Girl A that she falls in love with Girl B during Christmas time, and they kiss under the mistletoe. Man, all of that is BS. So you don't even want to listen to Donny Hathaway this Christmas, a classic? We ain't, we ain't talking about that. No, I don't want this no Don, okay. Don, Don, Donny Hathaway. The only Christmas I like is Chris Brown when he said, what's, 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 uh, this Christmas. Yeah, that's Donny Hathaway, the original. <laughs> so he's going to take that. Folks, like if you're that. out there in podcast land, please know that he loves the holidays and that he loves Christmas music, but I'll be playing it for 30 days. No, don't believe that. I don't like Christmas music, so you can believe that if you want to. All right, so well, that's that's our entertainment, guys. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, guys, was and and thank Roberta for for um, discussing that and talking about you know your entertainment, um, you know, with the holidays and, and and things that you do for Thanksgiving. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, guys, is. And I really believe that we should really be thankful around this time is that lately I've encountered a lot of people who who recently just, you know, would tell me, man, I don't like my job. I hate it up here. Um, you know, I wish I had something else. 
but I'm close to retirement. I wish that, you know, I would have chose a different path, you know. And so I say around this time, guys, it gives you the opportunity and it really shouldn't just be this time, Roberta. It really should be every day, you know, is that you thank God that you do have a job, that you thank God that you do have some type of, you know, uh, money coming in because there's a lot of people who do not have, you know, the things that, you know, that we take for granted in a lot of, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, I'm able to, I have a key guys and I'm able to come up to my house put that key into the door and unlock it and it's not locked it doesn't lock me out um i'm not you know sitting under a bridge you know i'm not going down to the shelter trying to get in to step to sleep you know and trying to get out the cold i actually have a place to go to and every day i i am thankful for that opportunity you know i think that when uh the pandemic happened at the end of uh 2019 2020 i think that gave everybody a different perspective on on just be thankful for what you have because it could be here today and gone tomorrow, would you say? Very much so. And I couldn't agree more. There's there's so many times that you are going the day to day and you wonder, you know, is this what I have in store for me? Is there something new? And then when it's taken away from you, you start to realize like, did I do everything I can do? Am I thankful enough for what I have? You know, and those are when those stories come into play and those thoughts. It absolutely does. I mean, and, and my thing is, is that I think I, I, I'm thankful every day. I mean, I'm thankful every day about the job that I have, but I'm not, as a lot of people say, I'm never content. I want more, you know, and we talked about wanting more in, in one of my episodes. And I just think that, you know, you're, you're, you'd make the best of where you are, but never be settled with just that job. Want to have more. We talked about, you know, having seven streams of income. We talked about, you know, um, moving past, you know, what you're, where you at and going after for what you really want, your dreams and, and different goals that you have. You know, I was reading Roberta's, uh, what someplace and it said that a nine to five is done during regular hours for someone else, usually in an office. So that means that every day we work and we go through a nine to five every day and we wake up. And it was funny because I think last week I felt like a machine because I was waking up and going to work, waking up, going to work, waking up, going to work. And I was doing the same thing every day. And most of the time when you're like that, you start getting into that, um, mundane attitude of I'm doing the same thing over and over every day like I'm a hamster on a wheel and there's no change and 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 a lot of times during the pandemic it gave people um, a way out to say you know what I want to go work for myself at least if I'm going to put in 15 16 hours it's going to be for myself <laughs> it's not going to be for an office or for somebody else um, and so I read that you know, and as I was reading, uh, I was reading an article on LinkedIn. They said it had a poll that 15% of workers which are engaged um, in in their work. So that means that 85% are really unhappy. They really don't want to be there. Um, how do you feel about that? You know, you bring up the content part. You know, I too uh, go to a job every day. Um, even though I work at in, in an industry that my day is never the same. 
you still clock in, you still checking in, you're still making sure that things are going well. And sometimes you do get in a rut. Sometimes you say to yourself, is there something else? And it's not that you're not grateful or thankful that you have a job. It's just that you want to make sure that you're always getting to that next step. And I know you and I talk about this often. Every year, you should see a difference. Every year, you should be building yourself up to see a difference. If you look at the next five years and you look back and nothing has changed, then you need to reevaluate and say, Mm -hmm. how can I make something better than the situation I am in? Whether it means buying a home or buying a new car or beginning a family, Mm -hmm. um, you know, by doing investments or starting a company. There's lots of things that can go into empowering yourself. And when you get to that point where you are, you know, growing and building yourself Mm -hmm. up, then you can start to be in your job and go, okay, I'm thankful for that. But I also have other things going on so you can work in tandem together. So you Mm -hmm. feel like you have some stability that way. Absolutely. Um, And I'm going to ask you this question in a Mm -hmm. second. One of the things that, that, um, inspire me to build up and even though I have you know this 9 to 5 but to be, well I mean I'm a basketball coach so I feel like I have yeah, 14 five, hour days five, yeah 5 a.m. To, <laughs> to, to 8 o'clock to, at night to, to 8 o'clock <laughs> 9 o'clock at night um, but one of the things that, that really gets me going to try to do more is the fact that they was talking about several things that, that contribute to people leaving their job you know one they talked about politics you know, they, you know, they don't want to listen, you know, their, their fellow employee, 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 you know, talk about politics. Another one was, um, just the fact of having the flexibility, having the freedom of their job. And I know that's something that's really had, you know, really been on me the last, you know, five or six years is that I want to be able to go to work when I want to. I want to be able to come home when I want to. If I finish all my work for the day and it's 2 p.m., I want to have the flexibility and freedom to come home. You know, I want to be able to, you know, do as I do and 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 say as you know say what I want to say. Um, oftentimes, these nine to five jobs, you know, you don't you don't own anything. They tell you what to do. They tell you, hey, you got to be at work at 8, 8, 8 a.m. or you'll get fired. So guess what you got to do? Get there. Get there and so yeah. a lot of people talk about talk about it and said that's modern day slavery so really if you think about it and I know that might be kind of harsh if you think about it think about this if you if your boss says hey you gotta be at work at 8 that means that I'm getting up at 536 getting dressed get ready get there at 8 okay not 805 not 810 get there at 8 or before they say if you're on time you're late okay <laughs> you know if you're early you're on time so you get there early enough and then you do the job that they have for you to do. Why is that? To make them money. It's not making you any money, but it's making them money. Because, and this is what, I, what, I've, what I've learned in teaching. Teaching has a cap. See, isn't, there's no unlimited, uh, unlimited pay for teaching. There's a cap. You get to 30 years, you might make this amount, but you're never going to make any more. Now, the only way that you might make more is you become assistant principal, you become a principal, then you go superintendent. Okay, but now we're talking about years of teaching. Now we're talking about uh, um, you know getting your getting an extra degree maybe or another certification. 
which is all great. But again, you still have to attend to the mandate of the state of Texas, or you still have to um, deal with the mandate of the district instead of you doing what you want to do. You might have a great idea, but the district can shut it down because you don't go off of you. You got to go off of what they say. So at the end of the day, is it modern day slavery? Okay, well, that's a very strong statement. Yes, and we understand that. <laughs> by no means, by no means are, I don't think you're comparing it to, uh, you know, slavery from back in, you know. No, I'm not, no, I'm not comparing it to but slavery. But I know it's, but, it's the rigorous day-to-day going in, clocking in, clocking out with making money, money not for, for, someone you, else, for someone else. For someone else. I would agree with you on that, and I'll tell and you here's why. Here's the deal, here's the yeah, deal. Go for it. Here's the deal, for someone else. But it doesn't look like that because at the end of the work week or every two weeks or whatever, you get a paycheck. paycheck. Yeah, you get a paycheck. Direct deposit. (laughs) (laughs) So they disguise it as a paycheck Mm -hmm. because of what you put in, but your paycheck never equals the amount of work that you put in. That's why... That's why when the pandemic happened, guess what happened? People said to early retirement, they started working on um, their own business plans, things that they wanted to do because it was a way out for them. And besides, people was getting fired and laid off and they said, okay, well, no. If I go to work for you nine to five, I also learned I put my life into your hands. Yes, and I... You know, I know we've kind of got our questions as we're going through this and having conversation, but this kind of leads me to, I actually was one of those individuals who lost their job and I sat there, um, they called us into a office on a Wednesday and said, our last day is on a Friday. And being in a career that I've been in for 20 years and hearing that, it it tailspins you because you go, wait, whoa, 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 what? Like, I'm used to coming here every day and getting a paycheck. You're telling me now I don't have one coming. And it is it is a huge reality check in the sense of is this what my life has resorted, you know, has resorted to? Now, pandemic, no one had control. No one had control over this. This was a world epidemic, right? But it makes you think. It makes you sit there. There were days I lived in an apartment. I was by myself. And I remember the first day, it was that first Monday from when we got laid off. And I woke up and I went, is this just a day off or am I off forever? Like, I don't know what that means because we didn't know if we were getting our job back. And I remember I woke up and I said, okay, I can't go see anybody. I can't. The libraries aren't open. The museums aren't open. Church is not open. There's You can't go to the grocery store. Like, you can't do anything. And I remember sitting in my apartment by myself going, oh, okay, well, I guess I need to figure this out. And as the pandemic moved on, I was out of work for a little bit over a year. I realized that there was a transition where I said, okay, maybe I'm not going to do this career anymore. What is next? And I remember I had applied for maybe 600 jobs because I was just, it was a full-time job for me to get up and just apply for work. And I remember I wasn't getting calls back and I got, finally got a call back from like a bank to be a bank teller. And I got on the phone with the lady who was going to interview me and she said, you're way too overqualified for this. You're going to be bored and you're only going to make 
a certain amount of money. And in my head, I was like, I'll take anything. I'll do anything right now because that's all I knew was to work. I've been working since I was 13. But then what I had to do is I had to sit back and go, what is next for you, Roberta? What is next? What's going to get you to the next step, right? And coincidentally enough, I got my job back. But there was about a six-month period where I said, okay, well, I'm going to start a new career. And this is what I'm going to do. And it's scary when you're in a career for a very long time mm-hmm. and is. you have to take the leap of faith and go, all right, this is what I'm going to do. But I think that's when, you know, to tie in back to what we're saying about being thankful for what you're doing and do this, but making yourself better. So that if something like this happens again, how do you, you know, find yourself in a better place? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because that was one of the things that, that they talked about why people, you know, um, constantly work on the nine to five job and unhappy is because of the fear of, you know, not having a paycheck, well, at least with a nine to five, they have a steady paycheck. Right. Um, and a lot of times they don't have the faith to step out there and just say, you know what, I'm gonna go for it. Right. You know, I'm gonna continue to, to be unhappy until retirement. You know, um, I think oftentimes I see people on my job where, you know, they're disgruntled, they don't say a lot, but you can tell they don't want to be there. And I'm like, man, life is too short for all of this. Absolutely. You know, life Absolutely. is too short. Mm-hmm. You know, God give, give us, you know, breath uh, that we breathe every day. He wakes us up. Um, you know, we, we, we want the life, you know, a, a glamorous life, but the life that we normally, that we have is not that bad, you know? And I think that's something that we should be thankful for. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, don't continue to keep going to a job that you no longer like. I would say go to it until you can do better, but be trying to do better. Absolutely. Always <laughs> you know, moving forward. You know, always moving forward. Always moving forward. Always trying to, um, trying to do better. Uh, I think during the pandemic, it said that um, 13, it was like 13%. The unemployment rate went up like 13% uh, in the second quarter of 2020. And, you know, thank God that, you know, teaching profession was, you know, one of the ones that got really hit. Um, But many jobs was closed, downsized, retired early, said, I'm done with this. You know, people getting sick, so they couldn't work. Um, Just the instability. And so with the instability of knowing that I can go to work, anything that I do, anything that I say, I can get fired from, you know, to me alone, that makes me, you know what, let me be my own boss. Let me figure this thing out. And so each and every day, you know, each and every day I am working on trying to get better. I am working on trying to figure out a formula to where I don't no longer have to work for somebody else again, because... You know, because I heard this quote a long time ago. It said, if you're not going to make yourself rich, you're going to make somebody else rich. That is 100% true. And I will say, you know, kind of tying in with that is when you're used to getting a paycheck and you're used to going to that job and you're used to knowing that the stability is there. And then when it's taken from you, you realize that you're just a number. And unfortunately, when you're just a number, it is a reality check. And that's like you said, I had to make decisions. Do I take money out of my 401k that I've been building for this time? Do I take a loan out? And those are just mild conversations that I had to have with myself. And ultimately I, I made some decisions so that I could stay afloat. 
and then you know you have to build back up again for what you're doing but the biggest thing that i've learned from this and what i what i've seen it's now 2023 and that was three years ago that this at the height of all of this 2021 you know two years ago I learned that you can always start over. I promise you, you can always start over. Um, I did not know that I could get to the place that I am now where I'm constantly thinking about what's my next stream of income? How am I going to make money to where I'm going to go? When I used to work before pandemic, I believe I was just more so, let me go to work. Let me continue to grind, do the best that I can, uh, be the best leader that I can in everything that I do. But it wasn't really, things were on the back burner. Now it's like you have infinite amount amount of time. Get in there and make a plan. Because next year, 2024, I don't want to look back and be like, you missed that opportunity. So I think that is the one of the biggest lessons I learned in the pandemic was time moves and it moves very quickly and you have to take advantage of it. We always talk about it, you know, when we're together, we say, when you get to the point when you have more behind you than in front of you, you have to recall and say, look, I want to work hard at what I'm doing. You know, whatever, whatever that means to get me to that happy place. Absolutely. I mean, it is, it's, you got to continue to, um, look at yourself and improve yourself every every day, you know, guys in this holiday season, you know, one of the things I'm thankful for is, is, is my life. Whether I get any gifts for Christmas, whether I sit down at the table and eat, um, the biggest thing that I am thankful for is my life. I am thankful for my feet. I am thankful for my hands, my mouth, my eyes, my ears. And let me tell you why I'm thankful for it. Because as long as I have my abilities, okay, I can get up and I can work and figure out, and and it gives me another day to figure out how I can create generational wealth. That is my biggest thing, is that how I can generate uh, 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 wealth for myself, for my family, okay? And so I have to be thankful for what God has has given me. He's, there's people in wheelchairs, there's people in, on crutches, there's people in the hospital, they're sick, you know, they're dying. I'm not one of them by the grace of God. And so as long as I have breath in my body, I can get up each day, I can go to work and do that nine to five. But at the same time, God has also given me the ability to do other things as well because everybody has more than one talent. You don't just have that one talent, you have more than one talent. And it's crazy because I was able to to figure out that, hey, I'm not a bad writer. You know, I started writing, started doing films, you know, Roberta. And so those are things that, those are talents that was hidden because all I've ever done was basketball for years. But now I am seeking other ways to, to, to create that wealth other than the nine to five that I have. So one day I can walk away from that nine to five, throw him the deuce and say, hey, I'm out. That's very, that's very true. He's chuckling, but it's true when we have these conversations because, um, you know, Joel's a very gifted author and the book that yes, out I right am. Now, Thank yes. You. And the book that's out right now, um, that he wrote, don't look back. That's not a plug, but that's the reality of it. It's, it's a very good book. Um, like he said, he would have never found that he had that 
even though he went through some of the things that he went through, he would never have the time to write that. And I think that's when you realize is you have to take the time, stop and write down your goals. I am a big believer in doing vision boards and writing down goals. That will allow you to say, let me look back at what I've discovered and how I can move forward. We conjure up things in our head and we have ideas, but you got to put them down so that you can move to the next step. So um, those are all really good points. And I think, you know, this season, as we continue to move forward and we're moving into 2024, um, we do. We have to be thankful for everything that you've said. You know, can we breathe? Are we moving? Are we walking? We take for granted some of our senses, smell, vision, uh, sight, hearing. You know, there's some people who don't have that. And um, it's about making a good choices and it's about being nice to people and also, you know, moving ahead for yourself as well. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, guys, uh, as we wrap up. Guys, as Roberta just said, it is 2024. Um, I was telling one of my kids a couple weeks ago that um, I graduated in 1996. And at that time, to even fathom 2024 was unrealistic. I mean, I was thinking maybe we'd be all flying around in spaceships and stuff yes. by now, you know, during that <laughs> Back time. Back to the future. And so what 2024 for me, uh, for me symbolizes, guys, is that you still have another year to accomplish your goals. So every day you wake up, go for it. Don't let a day go by without putting something, okay, towards your goals. Um, we had talked about, I think, the, the amount of money that we had already put uh, towards our goal between 2022 and 2023, um, whether it's money, whether it's putting, you know, ink to a, to a piece of paper because you're writing down your goals, do something Okay, towards that, because at the end of the day, it can all be taken away. Your abilities can all be taken away um, because you're not thankful for it, um, guys. And so at the end of the day, hey, be blessed. Uh, remember, no matter what life throws your way, be thankful each day for what God has given you, because someone is always doing worse. Well, guys, again, that's our show for today. Um, enjoy yourself and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Introducing the new Zulon Press book, Don't Look Back by Joelle Livingston. Life has its moments of triumph as well as defeat. Nobody knows that better than James LeVon King, a tall, dark, and handsome basketball coach at one of the local high schools. It appears that James has it all together from his exteriors with the nice suits he wears to the car he drives. However, James is trying to mask the deep hurt that rejection can bring. James is a man of faith. Without warning, James' life takes an unexpected turn. He meets and marries a beautiful woman named Diane Renee Bell, suddenly finds himself entangled in a marriage that was never God's purpose. He unexpectedly must begin a journey of self-discovery and having to rely on his faith like never before. He needs to uncover the courage to confront his demons of past rejection and soar towards the life God intended for him to have. Only God knows if he can truly unmask himself and live the life he was destined to live. Don't Look Back is available online at livingstonproductions.org. Purchase yours today.
For more exciting podcast episodes, go to livingsinproductions.org or wherever you listen to your podcast.